This is Wise Money with the founders of Olson and Wilson Private Capital, Brad Olson and Joe Wilson. Welcome into Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson and Wilson Private Capital, right here in lovely Cincinnati. And it's not just the dynamic duo today, but the terrific trio as Lou or Louie Randolph joins us again in the studio. Fellas, back. I am back. so happy to see your handsome faces. How has the week been? Oh, it's been a great week. Uh, still getting getting acclimated with the new spot, but having a blast doing it, learning a lot of awesome information from uh, Joe and Brad. So They know a lot about how you can be and stay retirement ready. True that. Love that. And other things as well. We always have fun here on the show. And if you'd like to sit down with Brad, Joe, Louie, the team at Olson and Wilson Private Capital, and see where you stand in this crazy economy. If you have a financial plan, if you need one built, they have you covered at Olson and Wilson Private Capital. You can pick up the phone right now and call 866-724-6608. Again, that's 866-724-6608 and schedule no cost, no obligation to get that written, comprehensive financial plan. And how many spots can we open up this week? Because I know it's been busy. We do. We have seven spots this week. So we are uh, lucky number seven. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, Come in and have a conversation. When you look at where the economy is right now, Christian, just what's shaking and, and just from the Fed, and it is a wild, wild west. It's a unique world, and we've been in this long enough, Brad. It's fascinating to me when you see yep. uh, even the S&P 500 and most of the growth, we were talking this morning in a, in a pre-appointment meeting, has been in about seven or eight stocks. And the rest of the market, the other 493, if you will, right. of this S&P 500 is relatively flat, slightly up. Um, and, and it's, un, it's unusual to see it this concentrated. We have seen it before, but it's very strange when you look at the S&P 500 top 500 companies and really just those, those few moves. Mostly really tech this year. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And it makes sense. I mean, they got whacked last year. Yep. And then when you look at the power of AI, um, it's, it's, that's where the money's flowing right now. But when you understand where we are with interest rates, what the Fed has been doing, and really, when you think about retirement, and that's where most of our listeners are, they're folks that are in that risk box, age 60 to 72, we call it the risk box here. This is a time where you really need to understand where your money is and how the actions of the Federal Reserve and what they do and really what they say yeah. <laughs> is affecting the markets and how it's going to affect your income in retirement. Because the last thing anyone who's getting ready in the risk box can handle right now is another uh, bad year like so many we've seen from last year. Yeah, it's devastating. Um, If you, you know, suffer a big loss during that time period, it's, it's really has a significant effect on, on your portfolio, on your retirement down the road. You know, the loss is bad enough in the next year or two, but, but just think of all the the compound growth you've lost on that money that's not there anymore. Well, exactly. And history never repeats itself, but it rhymes. Yep. And, and we are very, I think, uh, recency bias, not to use jargon, but we, 
we think of what's happened recently and well that's just going to continue and that's never the case the good or in the bad but i, I found this interesting we need to start start here and this just boggles my mind when when we when i'm going to read this stat uh debt to income ratio which is a common uh, measurement when you're going to apply for a house. How much can you afford when you look at your debt versus your income? So the debt to income ratio for all home buyers in the U.S. of A, wait for it, on average has hit 40% for the first time really? in history. That's high. You think? In 2008 financial crisis, right when when the financial homing, housing industry was just starting to crater, we're not saying housing is going to crater, it's a very different world, but for perspective, that ratio peaked at 39%. Why are we at 40% debt to income ratio? That's the question to ask. Well, household total debt has crossed $17.1 trillion. With a T. And credit, with a T, and oh, wow. credit card debt has crossed $1 trillion for the first time. There's a trillion dollars of credit cards credit on average card at probably debt. a 24% interest rate. How are we looking? Not good. It feels like inflation, CPI, interest rates, debt. There's just all these numbers and percentages to pay attention to. And Fox Business host Charles Payne echoed this sentiment that you just spoke about on his show last week. And it's, I think, worth hearing what he had to say about the Fed. Over the weekend, the Wall Street Journal marveled at how resilient the economy has been. Think about this, because here's the rub. When 39% of folks say take a survey and say they have less than $1,000 in savings, to me, that's the number the Fed should be talking about. Your thoughts? Well, I, th I think it's clear that <clears throat> the consumer's about tapped out. Yeah. You know, we've we've seen a few years where spending has been up, but there were a lot of things, especially for, you know, millennials and younger, the people around uh, my age, I'll, I'll throw it out there. Um, you are young. <laughs> <laughs> student loan payments were frozen. They had trillions of dollars being pumped yeah. into the tick tick that's over yeah uh all the money with the stimulus plans when when covid hit and Whee! they decided the economy was shut down so spending has been easy and you know there's other sides of it as well i i was buying a car back in june and so they would sorry. have given me like an eight-year car loan well that's it yeah that's probably cool. could have gone to 10 if i was well i think wild enough. they have have to do that to keep the payments you know, for, for less than a house. Well, I mean, the payment. average car payment, I think I just read read last week, was it was at seven hundred like forty dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's the average. It is becoming more expensive, and if the auto workers with the strike and all of this, if if cars start getting limited because there's not people doing, that's only going to get worse. The consumer is stretched. Credit card debt is through a roof. It is brutally expensive to afford a home right now. When you look at housing appreciation, and now. With the interest rates, how much it costs to afford a home, folks are not selling. The only way to really get into a home right now, we have some friends that are realtors, and they're still hanging. Those that have been established are doing all right. The other ones are, are dying on the vine. Is partially because you do have baby boomers that are passing away, and so homes are coming on. But that's about it. But now how do you qualify for that when you realize it's double the expense it was two years ago? Right. And the Fed could raise again. We've got oil prices back up, 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 up because they're got, going up now. You've got Russia yeah. and Saudi trimming back on on their production. The consumer is getting squeezed, and sooner or later, there's going to be an effect when when we're starting to see retailers starting to to hedge expectations in their reports, saying, "Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a slowdown." It doesn't take much once once that starts. 
typically, and this isn't warning, warning, danger, danger, but I think you need to be aware that, that recessions happen. Guys, listen, history's pretty good. And Brad, I'll be saying math wins. We're in what's called an inverted yield curve. Chris, here we are. I don't know where we are in time. I want to make sure we're not, I'm not rambling you, on. We, no, you, you keep going. So an inverted yield curve, a traditional yield curve means short-term money. If you're borrowing short-term money or money that used to put it in the bank, you'd get, you know, one basis point or 10 basis points on it. And if you went out and had a 20-year, 30-year bond, you get four or 5%. That's normal. Short-term pays a little interest. Longer-term bonds pay higher interest. We have been in an inverted yield curve. Curve, meaning short-term money at some banks and, and online money market, you're earning 5% on your just sitting in a savings account. It's amazing right now. Longer-term debt is down around four. It's inverted. It's opposite. When you go back, there's 10 times we have seen an inverted yield curve, this being the 10th. Nine, going back to the 1950s, nine out of nine times there's been a recession falling. Why? It is a consumer tightening. When the Fed says they have to beat inflation, what they're telling you and us is we yeah. have to slow the economy down to create what we're talking about right now. And we have been screaming this for a year and a half. And I, we're not saying that the world's going to collapse. But if you're getting ready to retire and you're in the risk box, good Lord, do you know the hidden risk sitting inside your portfolio? Make sure Make sure your portfolio, your income plan, make sure that's all set up to weather, you know, the, the ups and downs that may be coming. Because the last thing you want to do is retire and six months later, your portfolio gets whacked. That's, that's a recipe for disaster. And you can prepare for that. You can, you can set that up ahead of time so you know you're ready for that if the market fluctuate some, okay, we're, we're set. We've got our income taken care of, but it's all a matter of planning. You know, none of this happens by itself. Right. That's where folks like the terrific trio come in and help you walk through all of these components and make sure that your plan is prepared to weather that potential or actual storm on right. the horizon. Right. Well, I mean, U.S. imports, let's let's give you one more step before we go to break. U.S. imports are now down uh, almost 4.5% over last year, all right? So what we're importing. And we're tracking the worst year. The last time it was this bad was actually 2020. We all know there was that night. For the deficit. 2020 for the deficit. Uh, for imports. Historically speaking, going back to 1970, so 50-year number, pretty good number, a year with a drop in imports has always been followed by some sort of a recession. Oh, wow. So I, I, I do, I, I think it's cautious. And it's interesting because the Fed is coming out saying they see less of a chance of recession and they see a soft landing. There's two wars going on. One side of the economy, the bond market is screaming danger. And we're having the Fed and about seven stocks saying we're fine. One's going to be right, one's going to be wrong. I think what's important for you, Mr. and Mrs. Listener, to understand is where are you positioned? What right. happens if the Fed's right and we soft landing? How do you benefit from that? What happens if they're wrong and statistics and history goes back and we do see ourselves into a recession? If you're on the precipice or have just retired or think about retiring in the next five years, folks, you get one shot at retirement. You need to understand your hidden risk inside your portfolio. And for the first seven callers, we have an opportunity for you to come in and have a consultation. 
sit down with one of our team members, just get an idea of where you are, who we are, bring in your statements and let us set up a time to come back to you with true data, not just opinion, but true information that allows you to make an educated decision, understanding where you and your risk are. 866-724-6608 or owprivatecapital.com. We are back on Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson and Wilson Private Capital, decades of experience in financial planning and preparing for retirement, that retirement readiness, helping folks be and stay retirement ready is the goal of Brad and Joe. And we have a very special new friendly face in the studio. Yes, we do. Mr. Louis Randolph. If you would like to get in touch with the team at Olson and Wilson Private Capital for your very own retirement readiness review, you can pick up the phone right now and call 866-724-6608. Again, that number is 866-724-6608. And let me tell you something. It is worth it to schedule a time to come to the office, the OW Private Capital Headquarters, because... This place is something to see. So if nothing else, you get to see three cool fellas and have some fun in the office. Blows me away. You can also head over to OWPrivateCapital.com as there are events that the team hosts in the area. And there's a very special one coming up on October 10th, the Women, Wisdom, and Wealth Oh, uh, yes. Event. WWW event. And I know that you guys have some national speakers prepared. We do. We've got three awesome speakers coming in, flying into town. And this is just um, our team kind of brought it to Brad and I's attention and said, hey, we need to we need to do this. And we agreed wholeheartedly. Uh, Brad and I are going to be there, but we're not we're going to be kind of in the back of the room. We're not doing much. So um, we've got some some amazing guests. It's going to be a wonderful time. Mm -hmm. This will be oversubscribed. And yeah, it's uh, going to so be really something you're interested in. Really it is cool. for women only. This is an event that is designed to just how to look at retirement and savings and investment and career from a perspective that clearly Brad and I do not have. And I think it's a very important event. We need to do more of this. We're excited to do it. It'll be at Union Terminal. It's going to be a fabulous evening with some surprise guests as well. And uh, to, to get in, and you got to get on the list because it's filling up like, like crazy, 866 Zero eight. Tell them I want to sign up for the Women, Wisdom, and Wealth. And you can also check out some of the other events and retirement master classes that Brad, Joe, and the Olson and Wilson Private Capital team are hosting. And we always have so much fun on the show. This is the highlight of my week every week. And I, I, I'm going to put a little, put you guys to the test with a little game. And I'm calling okay. it fact, fiction, or somewhere in between because there's so much misinformation and disinformation and hoaxes. People don't really seem to be able to separate fact from fiction when it comes yeah. to financial planning. Well, and I think a lot of times people take Uncle Bill and Aunt Sue's advice and say, well, this is how it is. And the reality is, and I'm glad we're doing this segment a lot of times it is tailored to the person and usually it's somewhere in the middle, but there are definitely some absolutes and I, I think this will be fun. I'm, I'm glad we're doing this. Okay. Number one, fact, fiction, 
or somewhere in between. Okay. You can boost your monthly Social Security payments by 8% a year if you delay claiming until age 70. All right, CPA, hammer that one. Fact. It is a fact. But the increase is, the increase starts at your full retirement age. Correct. And then increases 8% a year each year until age 70. So the full retirement age now for most people is about 66 and a half, soon to be 67. So 68, 69, 70, your benefit will increase 8% three times. Now, if they move the full retirement age to 69, which like has been discussed, rumors. then your benefit will only increase once. Yeah, and I think that's why it's And I'm sure they've figured that out. With Social Security, I mean, it's underfunded. We talk about it yeah. all the time. 2031, uh, 2032, Congressional Budget Office is saying, rut row. Um, yeah. We have 10,000 baby boomers a day retiring. Wow. It wasn't yeah. designed to last for the amount of time that it is. Yeah. When you look at that, we don't have as many workers um, paying into it as we had about you know, 40, 50 years ago. And it's a math problem. And there's going to be changes coming down the line. So definitely understanding your Social Security. How A lot of people say, how do I maximize Social Security? That's not the question you need to be asking. You need to be understanding, how do I optimize my that's Social correct. Security? Ooh. It's optimization. And that's what we work on with our clients is how do they optimize Social Security to their plan, because there's and so many things it affects when it comes to Medicare and yep. Irma tax, uh, your income plan. Yep. How do you optimize it so you can have the retirement of your dreams? And, and that's, that's different for maximization. every person. Preach that's on that's individual based on what their personal income plan is, the other assets that they have. Everything affects it, you know, it, and optimizing it, developing a strategy for for each person to maximize the use of that social security or optimize the use of that social security is really important. Well, it's huge. And, and we say this all the time. And I appreciate you're like, wait, I'm like, let's go. We're not going to get through all these. When you look at every time of planning, income planning is so important. As long as it's not just investments and taxes and how is your retirement asset portfolio hedged and estate planning, social security optimization. If you don't get one of those right, Lou, you are going to lose money. And it's why it has to all be looked at together, not in a vacuum. Oh, for sure. I completely agree. And I think a lot of people out there, um, and what what I see a lot and hear a lot is people want to delay because in their minds, they're locking in that 8% gain each yeah, each year they looks wait. Great on paper, right? Looks great on paper. But as you guys were saying, everyone's circumstances is individual. Yeah. It needs to be looked at, personalized, because um, for some people it might it might make sense to take it early. It might make sense to take it right at full retirement age. It could make sense to wait. Well, I can tell you right now as a juvenile diabetic since I was 11, and, and I doubt it will even be available for me. I'm in my <laughs> 40s. But if it is, uh, I'm turning that sucker on as soon as I can uh, because I, I don't think I'm going to win the math game. You know, the health history. Well, so, you you can't really wax on, wax off it. You ha once you claim, you ca can you walk that back? It, well, it's really hard. Not really. Government. Not really, and that's why you have to optimize. Yeah. Optimize your social security part. All right. Good question, man. We went on for a while. Well, now. that I like that. That was thorough. Uh, I've, well, it's a big one. I like it. The next one, fact. 
fiction or somewhere in between. Mm. Diversification and asset allocation are the same thing. Oh, I I love this question. Take it, Lou. You know, one of of the scariest things that I hear people say is when – when you look at their portfolio and they're coming from somewhere else, right? So you're seeing it for the first time, which we see a ton. And as soon as they say, but I'm diversified, (laughs) that's, that's a red flag for me, right? Right away. Because they're talking about diversification of investments. Of investments. And a lot of times, uh, not, not saying everybody does this, but there are places out there that will, diversify asset classes and purchase asset classes just to hold them, even if they don't necessarily fit within the client's risk tolerance or objective goals, but they, they put it in there to be diversified. And when you're talking about diversification, there is diversification of assets, but there's also diversification of strategy, strategy. active versus passive thought. Think of our think tank here. We got Brad, the retirement CPA. We got Jolly Joe over there and we got me. Well, here's the the benefit. We're not the ones though sitting and making the decisions. We're partnering with, with institutional, you know, money managers that are making those decisions all across the world. And the beauty of that is it gives diversification, like you were saying, a perception and thought because you can you can turn on the news and you could watch one station, right? You're gonna watch Fox, you're gonna watch CNN. And when you get together for coffee, whoever watches CNN and whoever watches Fox <laughs> or MSNBC, they're gonna see the same world we all live and breathe in completely differently. Yep. Why? It's it's how they view things. The same thing happens in, in investments, and it's why we think people are diversified. And all their, uh, there's a, I'm not going to name the firm, but there's a big firm that, out of St. Louis, and they love to, to put all these people into one fund company. People yep. are, I'm diversified. One fund family. They're yep. paying unbelievable expenses, and it's all the same perception. They're not truly diversified. And I love what you said about active. We should do a whole show on this. Active versus passive, because there are times when you need to overweight passive and there's times you need to overweight active management, and people have no clue about that. Especially people that have uh, fixed income exposure in their portfolios. Yeah. Talk about ETFs, how crushed bonds, passive bonds, bond Thank ETFs. You. Very good. Yeah. Well, and then the final one, Chrissy, and this is the retirement CPA's favorite thing to talk about, is diversification of tax classes. I think this is probably yeah. the most misunderstood and ignored segment when we see hundreds of of statements from other folks coming in wanting a second opinion off our television our radio show um our our social media our educational workshops at universities most folks have this is an area they're not even remotely diversified in and they have no idea the time bomb they're sitting on well that's true most of the the savings and investments that we see uh here in southern ohio tri-state area is saved in qualified plans it's saved in pre-tax accounts iras 401ks pensions etc and and i think people forget that they've never paid tax on that and in order to use it they have to bring it out of that plan they got to pay tax on it use it it to put gas in the car use it to get groceries use it to do trips at whatever tax rate is in effect at the time so if tax rates are higher in 10 years you're going to pay a higher tax rate. Diversification that, is so misunderstood. That's why tax planning is so important. Exactly. And that, that's a component that you guys c- include in that sit oh, down. Oh, absolutely. We yeah. focus on it. Yeah. Well, you have to. 
Yeah. You have to. Because uh, if you don't have one of these pieces of the puzzle, it's not... You will lose money. Yeah. And who wants to lose money? I don't. And Nay. you can uh, pick up the phone right now and call and set up a time to sit down with the fellas and make sure that you have a tax plan in place, that you are diversified with the correct definition of the word. That number, again, 866 724-6608. I've got another one for you. Um, fact fiction or somewhere in between. Social security benefits are more than enough to live off in retirement. Oh, fiction. We know that. Pretty easy. Here's Yeah, pretty easy. Fiction. There's three types of retirements. We'll hit this one quick. And we talk about this all the time. There's overfunded, meaning you've saved a ton. Uh, go quit, retire. You're awesome. You're set. Your income plan set usually revolves around tax planning and legacy planning, right? That's overfunded. There's underfunded, which is what this question is asking, meaning I don't have a ton of investments. I don't have really a pension or a partial pension, and I'm going to live off Social Security. You can't because right now we know if Congress does nothing, uh, we're seeing legislation coming out in papers from the CBO that says the average American is going to get a cut of $1,700 a month as a couple, and higher income earners can see almost $2,500 a month from the Social Security benefits if nothing has changed and, and less than right around less than 10 years. You can't live off that, not when inflation is where it's at. So that's most folks find themselves in what's called a constrained port retirement where everything has to work perfectly. And it's why you've got to factor in Social Security maximum optimization, I should say. Uh, understanding the hidden risk and taxes. We have a few slots open right now for that no cost, no obligation. Sit down with the OW Private Capital team. We have folks from the Olson Wilson Private Capital team standing by that number 866-724-6608. Again, that's 866-724-6608. Fellas, we're going to take a short break, but there's more wise money coming up on the other side. are back on Wise Money with Brad Olson and Joe Wilson, the co-founders of Olson and Wilson Private Capital right here in lovely Cincinnati. These fellas have decades of experience between the two of them helping folks prepare for retirement, making sure folks can be and stay retirement ready. And Louis Randolph is in the studio. Yes, he is. Live and in the flesh. A valued, <laughs> valued member of the Olson and Wilson Private Capital team. If you want to get in touch with the folks at OW Private Capital, all you have to do is pick up the phone right now and call 866-724-6608. Again, that number is 866-724-6608. And fellas, Hollywood is pretty much known for money and lots of it. Uh, there's well, not now they're all on strike. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but oh, I think have you ever seen awesome. the Walk of Fame? The never. Okay. Well, they I have zero desire. I, I I I've seen it once. I walked up and down it. Yeah. But was it pretty cool? It was interesting. Yeah, it was okay. Okay. But we're gonna take a different approach and walk through uh -huh. the Hollywood Financial Walk of Shame, covering uh -huh. the mistakes. Some awesome. folks have made and what we can learn oh, from each God. story and how okay. folks like yourselves yes. could have prevented each of these cautionary tales. And we're going to start with a legend by the name of Steve McNair, former NFL mm. quarterback, given oh, the name yeah. Steve Air McNair, who played. He was a quarterback for Tennessee. Tennessee Titans. Yes, the, the Oilers, the Titans, guys. and 
he... If I remember right, he met an unfortunate end yes, with his ex-wife or girlfriend, one of them. It was his girlfriend. He did. He passed very young at the age of 39. Here's a quick highlight. And when he tragically passed at 39, he didn't have any estate plan in place. He oh, had about $19.6 million at the time of oh, his passing, but there was ouch. no will, no directives, and his widow had to appeal the court for access to that money to support herself and their children. And because of all of this co complex yeah, legal mumbo-jumbo, this cost tens of thousands of dollars and took five full years to settle. So what is the lesson here? Do your estate planning. Legacy planning. It's yep. it, Yeah, it's legacy planning. We talk to every client that comes in the door about that. You know, we don't do it. We're not attorneys. We don't draft the documents. But it's such an important part of making sure a financial plan stays in place and it continues. It's And, and it is a nightmare if there are significant assets and, and there's no directive. I heard right? a story, well, well, story the other day. Oh. Of someone that that had passed was a friend of a friend, and the person that passed was married, uh, had been married before, and the work for old work four hundred one k that they had never really done anything with, the beneficiary was still the ex wife, yeah. and so this person passes, and the current wife and that had been married for years, and he had this individual just apparently just forgot. And uh, man, what a tragic mistake! Just, just even just normal beneficiary reviews. It's tragic. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of things that you know people can do on their own. Uh, some some refer to them as will substitutes, but you hear people say, "Oh, I have a will. It's all good." Or um, I don't need a trust. A trust is you know too complex for my needs. Well, there's simple things that people can do. They can look into a payment on death on their bank accounts, a POD, yeah. a TOD for brokerage accounts, making sure their beneficiaries are up to date. And then even looking at the way that property is titled, right? There's, there's, there's ways, there's cost efficient ways that people can do it while they're figuring out the rest of their estate plan. Just make sure those things are in place to at least help Bypass probate. Don't, don't pay the stupid tax. Right. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, that that all really, it it makes a lot of sense. And yet, of course, at thirty nine, you don't expect something like what happened to happen. But it's better. It's better to have all of your ducks in a row clearly. Uh, and that's something that you guys include in in that comprehensive well, review. To. We yeah. we talk to clients about it. Yeah. yeah. And we encourage them. Right. We'll mm -hmm. refer them to an estate planning attorney if they. If they don't know one, if they do, we'll don't encourage them to tax. get it done. That number, 866-724-6608 to get in touch with the Olson and Wilson private capital team. Next up on the list is Billy Joel, the Grammy-winning piano man, who you might recognize from this song right oh, yeah. here. <laughs> he refused to learn the business side of the music industry out of fear that it would limit his artistic integrity oh, um, and he said that he as he gained more success he found more financial trouble because he had no desire to learn how to handle his finances 
and he appointed his brother-in-law to manage his oh, sizable oh, fortune, who took more than $30 million from Billy Joel and made investments Shocker. that were not in his best interest at all. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> And they, he went through a very messy divorce at that time. And when he figured this out, so his now ex-brother-in-law took an estimated $30 million and those additional investments from Joel. Good. What is the, the lesson? That's too bad. Well, I mean, you hear it all the time. And I mean, part of that is just because, you, you, folks, you get one shot at retirement. You're working every day and you're saving every day. Your arm goes off. You get up, you go to work. And every two weeks when you're getting paid, you're putting money away. And for years you've been doing that. The last thing you want to do is just hope, hope that right. your strategy is effective. And that's clear. Could you imagine if he would have actually gone to a fiduciary advisor, how much better that would have been for him? Right. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. I mean, it's, that's just, wow, I didn't know that. And the other side, the other side of that is so many people, because money is such a personal thing, right? And what in your business, whatever you have is so personal. A lot of people are inclined to leave that in the hands or the control of somebody that they trust, like a family member mm -hmm. or, or a close friend, because you're thinking, oh, this is my family or this is my best friend. They'll never do me wrong. They're always sure. going to look out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes um, it's even harm is done on accident just because they don't know that it could have been done differently. Yeah, they don't know they don't know. And that's one of the most important things about talking with an advisor or an estate planning attorney to make sure that things are set up so that the people that are in control should be. Because you wouldn't hand the keys to a car over to a five-year-old. Mm. So you want somebody that has experience before you hand them the keys. Well, and, and I, the other thing, and people know this, you know, people uh, change. <laughs> people change when there are large sums of money That's involved. Right. Well said. They they do, and they, it's very easy for them to change. A slippery slope. Yes. Well, this next one I picked out just for you, the retirement CPA. Awesome. So, Bring it on. Wesley Snipes, the Blade, and <laughs> White Man Can't Jump Star, what? reportedly lost oh. millions to an alleged Ponzi scheme. Oh my God! Look at this. It's a thousand dollars. Wait a minute. It could be more. Just hold on a second. What do we have here? Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, honey. Is that your rent money? When the scheme was exposed, Snipes was in the crossfire. He was told by his longtime advisor and a famous celebrity money manager named Kenneth Starr that he would oh, get goodness. into trouble if he went, quote, accountant shopping. So Starr promised that he would save Wesley Snipes' cash. Prosecutors said that Snipes was going to be fined $5 million for willfully failing to file millions of dollars in taxes, yep. serving three years in prison for the crime. The what retirement nice. CPA, Bradley, what what happened? <laughs> well, what happened is he, you know, he believed people that told him the rules didn't apply to him. You know, is, pay your taxes. Is there a Come way on. to There's a that? difference between, you know, tax avoidance, which is illegal, and tax planning, intelligent tax planning, which is entirely legal. And you do not want to run afoul of the government, you know? You don't want to be on To my that radar. opinion, pay your taxes. You follow the rules. Yeah, that's very important. Sorry to Mr. Snipes. When he might not have intentionally done it, right? Sure. He might have trusted his advisors to give him 
the the right advice, but in the end, in the end, it's his responsibility. Well, it was it his money. Be, it was his obligation. It's good to be true. Usually, that's it is. Well, and that's one of the things we were just talking about earlier with uh, diversification, diversification of thought. You know, he was going to one person for his tax advice, probably his legal advice, and probably his investment advice. Oh, that's possible. Yes. And and maybe, not saying this is true, but maybe if he was working with a financial advisor and an accountant that were, you know, two potentially different people, and he said to his financial advisor, hey, I'm in this deal and I don't have to pay taxes on it. There could have been another brain in that room that said, well, hey. you might want to think about this. What are you talking about? Right? Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. It's like you just read my mind with the, with the what you're talking about, Willis. Um, because Ned, before you stop working. <laughs> what are you talking about, Willis? I had that queued up. Look at this. That was awesome. Very well said. And we're going to round this up with one more. Uh, MC Hammer. I'm not sure if if Louis no, no, knows no, no, who no, no. this fella is. Oh, I'm wearing my I'm no. wearing my parachute pants right now. Okay, Lou good. Is, I was, Lou is so exciting. I was a little Lou bit so worried. excited for this. It's all you, Lou. Uh, you know, wardrobe. It, it, what is old becomes new again. He is just waiting for this genre to come back. He's, He's like. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love it. Well, I don't know if you guys knew that he he spent his fortune. He purchased. 20 luxury cars, 21 racehorses, a private jet, a helicopter, what 30 million wrong? on home <laughs> renovations, gold toilets, gold-plated oh, front gates goodness. with the words hammer time <laughs> to greet guests. He employed 200 people, costing him $500,000 to $1 million a month. Within five years of amassing that fortune, he filed for bankruptcy. Oh he went yeah. from being like on top of the world to living in the left leg of his legendary hammer pants. Lou, what can we learn from MC Hammer's misfortune. Well, there's a few things you can learn, but number one is uh, if your bank account is your skis, don't lean out over your skis. So, so stay stay in your lane. You know, don't <laughs> don't lean too forward. Don't get too far ahead of yourself. All of those exotic cars that he purchased had insurance that went with them that have premiums that need to be paid down the road. The employees had salaries that needed to be paid. So it. He might have been able to afford the upfront cost of a lot of those items, but looking down the road, yeah. we're just going to continue to well, cost him more than what yeah, his it, earnings it, on income his income and spending plan. Yeah, there, the, there's two things. One is you can't earn so much money that you can't spend it all, right? Right. You can always spend more money. And the other one is it's a it's a clue and maybe a warning sign when people ask. How many colors does it come in? I want them all. Mm. So it, you know, it's just I, mean, I do that. Just be prudent with your money. Robins. All of these, these topics that we've touched on are things that you could you can sit down with Brad, Joe, Louie, the team at Olson and Wilson Private Capital, and have that comprehensive plan created. Make sure that you're not making any mistakes. Make sure that you have a budget. Make sure that you have an estate plan. Make sure that you have a will make sure that your taxes are in order they can handle all of that and at no cost or obligation to the first seven callers the number to call 866-724-6608 again that's 866-724-6608 and fellas we are up against it but of course i want to get your final thoughts before we head out 
Save more than you spend. Don't do anything stupid. And if you're walking into retirement without a plan, honk, honk. This is your warning call. Let's let's get together. You need to understand where your risks are, your hidden risk, your tax. How diversified are you? Uh, you get one shot at retirement. Just to g- help you be and stay retired. Give us a call and get your plan started. It's really that simple. I wouldn't build a house without a blueprint, and I wouldn't walk into retirement without a good plan. Wilson & Wilson Private Capital LLC is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. The firm is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Advisory services offered through Olson & Wilson Private Capital LLC are separate and distinct from insurance sales and services provided by TAP Insurance LLC.